Welcome to People With Purpose. So many people are looking for meaning, but they don't know where to start. Imagine a world where everyone could just get their purpose out of them and then actually make it happen. I'm David Roberts and I believe that we all have a purpose and with focus and a little help, people with purpose make a difference. And this show is where these stories come to life. Hi, it's David here. Uh, I was looking back at a blog I wrote back in 2019, January 2019, um, back when we were looking ahead at an uncertain year. I can't quite believe it. I <laughs> thought we were uncertain times then. Uh, but since then, everything's changed. You know, a lot of our lives have been changed and the world is a very different place. And yet so much remains the same today as it was back then. I mean, I'm not detracting from the fact that, you know, people have lost their lives, uh, perhaps unnecessarily. Um, I'm not detracting from the fact that, you know, the NHS... Uh, people uh, working to care for us spent, you know, nine solid weeks away from their family at the peak of the first lockdown uh, without seeing them at all because we didn't know what we were dealing with. Uh, I'm not detracting from the fact that, you know, restaurants uh, who were unable to open for business and earn any revenue actually, you know, opened up to cook free meals for NHS staff and other frontline uh, employees who were who were looking after all of us. So, you know, I'm not saying... Uh, nothing has changed or detracting from that. But what I am saying is that every year there is something uh, to worry about, Uh, you know, some cause for uncertainty. It's Brexit or it's a virus or new regulations and taxes or a uh, recession or inflation or or other things that affect our personal lives. So, you know, assuming we can stay healthy and well, we can all be a little bit better, faster, stronger, more successful by this time next week, this time next month, or maybe a lot better by this time next year, uh, no matter what's going on in the world. I mean, uncertainty uh, can trigger worry and fear, and sadly there's been a lot of that recently. There's going to be a lot more of that this year, next year, and every year after that. And the truth is that, you know, we just don't know what's going to happen But from my point of view, knowing that I have a choice gives me control. We've got a choice to make about how we respond to uh, what's going to happen in the future uh, and to the uncertainty. And I, for one, have decided I'm not going to succumb to worry and let that hold me back. So there's a fantastic beast and where to find them. That film's amazing. Um, And and a great quote from that from uh, Scamander. Uh, was my philosophy is that worrying means you suffer twice. I really love that quote, and I, I quite enjoyed that film. But I mean, who wants to suffer twice? Uh, there's a chap called uh, Michel de Montaigne. Michel de Montaigne? I don't know how you pronounce it. Michel de Montaigne, a French a Renaissance uh, philosopher and sceptic. He was the inventor of the essay, uh, so students everywhere will have him to to hate. Uh, But 500 years ago, he said, my life has been filled with terrible misfortune, most of which has never happened. And research shows that 85% of the things that we worry about don't actually happen. Uh, 12% of the things we worry about do happen, but we can do something about it. And that leaves 3% of things that we worry about that do actually happen. And uh, we can't do anything about those anyway. So, you know, 100% of the things that we worry about, we can either sort or not, and therefore there's no point in worrying about it, or they're not going to happen, therefore there's no point in worrying about it. 
And this research as well also showed that on average, people spend about one hour and 50 minutes a day worrying about stuff. That's nearly 13 hours a week or about five years across the average lifetime. Five years. So, you know, I've made that decision. I'm not going to spend 676 hours per year of my life worrying about things I can't do anything about. I'm just not going to do it. So that's decision made. I'm not going to spend 676 hours per year of my life worrying about things I can't do anything about. Instead, I'll invest that time in focusing on making good things happen. How? Well, there are five steps that I follow that help me to be confident, not complacent, committed and not concerned, and keep me creating instead of crashing in the face of all the potentially paralyzing worries and concerns that could just hold me back. So step one, know your purpose. At the extreme end of this is the stoic Nietzsche, um, writ large by the experience of, uh, of Viktor Frankl in Man's Search for Meaning, which is a great, great book, uh, which I recommend to, to everyone to, to read or to, to get the audio book for that. He who has a why to live can bear almost any how. So he who has a why to live can bear almost any how. That's not exactly gender, uh, you know, uh, conscious, uh, but, you know, if you've got a why to live for, you can, you can deal with what, what comes your way. If you find a purpose in life, you can overcome the obstacles. And if you know why your life is important and you know that your goal is a positive one that's going to make a difference, you can suffer, you can struggle uh, through defeat uh, and sometimes despair without giving up. And with slightly less drama, uh, if you know why you're doing the stuff you're doing, actually it gives you focus. It gives you a reference point. It helps you to understand what matters to you the most and enables you to see clearly what's really important. I believe that I'm here to help people and organisations who want to make a difference, to understand their passion and their purpose in life so that they can you know, appreciate their worth and, and be happy, uh, be successful and fulfilled. And that's why I'm part of a mission-driven business like New Heat. And New Heat, our purpose is to help people heat homes in a better way. And that's how we'll make a difference to people's lives through delivering amazing service and being a great place to work. And through doing that brilliantly well, we're here to serve, aiming to grow, and we're going for it. So my purpose, to help people and organisations who want to make a difference, to understand uh, their passion and purpose in life, uh, so they can appreciate their worth, be happy and fulfilled and successful. And that's why I'm here. And that's why I'm here talking about this now. This is me serving my purpose. And all the while I'm doing that, I'm focused. I'm in the moment. I'm present. And for that reason, I've got less to worry about. So step one, know your purpose. Step two is have a plan. So with a purpose, it's easy to see the things that matter. Uh, but having a plan helps me to see the things that I can control. And remember, if I feel like I've got choice, I feel more in control, I'm less likely to worry. Then I can make these things my focus. A plan to influence the things that can take me towards my purpose. By definition, this also means I'm planning not to do other things and not to worry about them either. Putting time into a plan means uh, we can think about you know, who it is we are here to serve um, and about what our customers or, or clients uh, need and want from us. And with this awareness, uh, we can be more confident about what will happen in our market. We'll keep solving and serving and that will boost our customers' confidence in us 
help us to stay relevant and give us best chance of success. Your plan also doesn't need to be perfect before you get going. And with any plan comes a potential for an upside and a downside. So get your plan there, 80% there, and then, you know, get cracking. Uh, consider the downsides, the potential risks that could get in your way. Uh, protect or cover as much of that as you can. And then go to step three, which is kind of the critical one, really, which is to take action. So in uncertain times, there's a temptation to put plans on hold, you know, procrastinate, um, just wait, we'll wait and see. But putting plans on hold will not bring success. I totally believe that timing is important. But what's the thing people spend most of their time worrying about? It's a thing they didn't do. Either that, or it's a thing they should have done but didn't, which is kind of the same thing, uh, or the thing they shouldn't have done but did, which you know, can sometimes cause a bit more worry. Uh, but um, your current actions are the best forecast and predictor of what your future holds. So consider and cover as much of the downside as you can and go for it. Remember that the most successful people in organisations are not necessarily the ones with the best plan. A good plan helps, but the best organisations and the most successful people are the ones who are best at putting those plans into action. So start today. Don't wait for the start of a new year or next month or Monday or whatever. Just get started. That's the best way to build confidence, avoid complacency and to be present. And when you start, the unknowns that were stopping you rapidly become the knowns that you've done something about. And that feels good. You know, a little story from my own life. Uh, I, uh, I, I like to uh, I like to get out in the wilds and uh, I was with a, a great a great man called uh, called Jack Jack Russell, who's uh, who's who's a, who's a great uh, leadership coach and, and, a, and a good good friend of mine now, and um, he's uh, he's in very much into the outdoors, and uh, I was very keen to conquer my fear of heights. So you know we went out onto Dartmoor, which is quite near where we live, and uh, and then uh, you know we 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 were going to do some abseiling. There was a choice. You could either do some abseiling or some climbing or some some walking or some canoeing. And I thought, right, I'm going to go for the abseil. And I remember being up there at the top of this cliff, stand, it was, you know, backwards. It's so such a weird feeling walking backwards off of a cliff with this rope that's attached to you. But I was uh, looking, at, looking at Jack and, and, he, and Jack just kept saying to me, I can and I will. I can and I will. I can and I will. And, uh, and then he said, actually, he said, said, I've got you. And I was shaking, absolutely shaking. Uh, but, you know, the unknown for me was what was going to happen when I stepped backwards off of that cliff. Um, and that rapidly became, okay, I'm walking down the side of a cliff. I'm okay. I'm not dying. I'm not falling. Um, and by the time I got to the bottom of the cliff, which must have been, I don't know, 100 foot drop, I don't know. I wasn't just walking down step by step gingerly. I was bouncing away uh, like, the, like the great uh, old war movies. You see them doing that. Um, where eagles dare, I'm sailing down these. That was me, basically, in my own mind. So, you know, the unknowns became known and, um, and, I, and I, I really enjoyed it. And so the other thing is, is, is what you find is when you take action, there's quite often someone there to help you. You know, so I took that step with that abseil. And there was Jack. I can and I will. And 
not only that, uh, he he said to me, I've got you. And um, I knew I was going to be okay. Uh, and I was then able to do it. So that's when the magic happens, you know. Uh, the unknowns become knowns that you've done something about. And of course, they're going to be replaced by new unknowns. But achievement builds that confidence that replaces that concern that then becomes belief. So take action. That's the key step. Step three. Okay, so we've got know your purpose, have a plan, and then take action. Step four is get some accountability. So I need targets to keep me on track and to let me know my plan is working. So we all need a helping hand along the way. We can't all have Jack there uh, saying, uh, I've got you. Uh, We've got to take accountability. I mean, on a personal note, I sign up for Red January most, most years. It's an initiative that aims to raise awareness of, of the positive impacts that physical activity can have on mental health. And this means I'll be doing my mental health some good by going and doing something active every day. Uh, I'm tracking what I'm doing each day, see what works for me both physically and mentally. I'm looking for specific results. And that tells me my plan is working. So having targets, personal targets, targets for your plan um, is a great way of getting some accountability. Are you on track? Secondly, I also tell everyone I meet I'm doing it. So I told everyone I was going to do the abseil. And so when I got there, I had to take accountability for that because I put myself in that position. I tell everyone I'm doing Red January, which is to do something active every day to help my mental health. Um, I also do the same with this podcast um, and with this live and with this video. I said, I'm going to do um, a podcast. I said, before I knew what it was going to be about or anything. And the accountability took me from the motivation to get started. And now I'm getting into the habit that's going to keep me going. And if you can help me with that now, if you're enjoying what you're hearing and it's helpful, uh, by giving me a follow and a share and, 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 a, and, a, and a many starred review, then I'll be very, very grateful to you. Thank you for that. Okay, so accountability. Uh, that takes me on to step five, which is stay in the habit. So the thing about habits is that you've already got them. Everyone's absolutely brilliant at getting into habits. Trouble is, when people talk about habits, we instantly think of the bad ones. You know, you twitch, you know, or you smoke, or you social smoke, social smoke, uh, or you drink, or you daydream, or you snap, or you complain, or you uh, moan, or you get defensive when others disagree with you. Of course, there's addiction, and that's a whole other topic, but whether you like it or not, you are brilliant at getting into habits. Absolutely brilliant. And worrying is one of them. That's why the average is one hour, 50 minutes per day. And if you're a worrier, you worry every day without fail for one hour and 50 minutes. That's 676 hours per year. The thing is that in most scenarios, you're deciding to do all these things that become habits. So make a different decision. Decide to get into habits that take you towards your purpose and your plan. And then choose strategies to keep you in the habit and on track. For me, the best way to get into good habits is to set reminders. I have a weekly reminder in my calendar to review my purpose and plan and to set time aside in my diary to work on that. And then I'll plan it in and I'll do something about it. I always have a long list. Uh, So if things come to mind or start to distract me from what I should be doing, and I've got somewhere to park it, I write it down, I type it in, then it's out of my head and I can forget about it knowing that it's on the list. And if it becomes a a priority, It'll come, you know, bubbling to the top. These things help me spend time on the things that matter. And then instead of worrying, choose to invest time in pursuit of your purpose. Planning well, taking action, staying accountability, 
and in the habit. So that's how I think we'll be better, faster, stronger, and more successful with each passing week, month, and year. And of course, it's important to remember to have some fun along the way. So look, I hope this framework helps you. Thanks so much for listening. I'm really grateful. And if any of this resonates with you, then please let me know what you think. And uh, and yeah, give me a follow. So look, don't spend your time worrying and suffer twice. Instead, follow these five steps. One, know your purpose. Two, have a plan. Three, take action. Four, get accountability. And five, stay in the habit. And remember, people with purpose really do make a difference. 